the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. How are we to respond to people who are pro-Hamas uh, and who wants to annihilate Israel? And how are we to respond to people in our own country who want to persecute us for biblical values? And how are we to respond um, just to people who uh, disagree with, with us? So let's, uh, let's investigate that. Uh, and before we do, let's pray. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King. We just thank you and praise you, Lord, for who you are and that you have a people and you have a land and and I believe you are protecting your people and your land. And I just pray, I pray for Israel, Lord, that you would pour out your spirit upon them and put your angels round about them, Lord. And I do pray for the Palestinians as well. I believe, Lord, most of them are pawns, Father, in in the hands of the Hamas. And Lord, I I just sometimes government, Lord, gets in the way of of people being free to live. And I just ask that if there's any way that you could allow the Palestinians to be free from their tyrannical rule, Lord, that would be a tremendous blessing. Lord, we pray for the Middle East. Lord, don't let it be a powder keg again. But let there be peace. So, Father, we just thank you and praise you and worship you. And, Lord, I just pray that as we as we discuss re- responding to people, uh, I ask that you would give us grace and, and, and just, Lord, be with us in every way. So we bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, uh, well, I pray that... Th- Our program here ministers to you, and if you would consider a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, that would be amazing. Call Karen at 813-831-5673, or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. We really appreciate your prayerful and financial involvement. 
And also, I'd like to mention that you can find us on Facebook Live and YouTube and Instagram and whatever else. Uh, Our services are Friday night and Saturday morning on Facebook Live. And Tuesday night, we have a prayer meeting at 6.30 on Facebook Live. So join us, would you please, and ask others to join us, too. We'd love for you to visit one of our congregations especially with your pre-believing Jewish friends. Uh, We're open in St. Pete and Tampa and Wesley Chapel. And in Tampa, we have Conexion, which is our Spanish congregation. So check us out on the Shoresh David website for times and call our office if you have any questions. So here we go. Bad things happen when good people say nothing. Wouldn't you agree with that? (laughs) If we don't respond, bad things are going to happen. Yet, if you respond with your opinions, often you're cut off from friendships. You're going to be canceled. (laughs) And an example of this is how you feel about the vaccine. I'm not going to take a side, but I know some people who have lost friends over the, t- the decision to have or have not uh, or not take the vaccine. It's crazy. I, I know of believers who's working with someone who said to her that he would not pay her commission unless she renounced Yeshua's Messiah. <laughs> Don't you love it? How do you react when you find out that Florida is looking at expanding the gambling and becoming the leader in gambling in our country? How do you respond to that? I believe there are two things we must keep in mind when we respond. Number one, we must be civil. We must reflect Yeshua. Because Yeshua is the light of the world. And if we respond with darkness, darkness does not overcome darkness. It's light that overcomes darkness. Amen? Secondly, we must not be silent. We must represent biblical values to a dark and dying world. Look, if we don't tell the the legislators how we feel about gambling, you know... (laughs) We, they'll just do what they want, right? And by the time you hear this, they'll probably have done what they wanted. But uh, as for me and my congregation, I seek to get us involved. But um, there, there is that practice of learning how to write nice letters that are strong. Yes. Uh, look, this asks an unintended question that we have to answer every day of our lives. If we choose not to answer, uh, ask this question, we will automatically defer to the wrong answer. So what is the question? The question is, is God going to be first in my life today? Is God first? If God is not first, then I am first. And for someone who believes in Yeshua, that is the wrong answer. (laughs) I then, uh, look, we can't allow emotions and feelings to be first, to dictate our thinking and our behavior. I'd like to talk about 
one particular scripture, lots of scriptures, but based on this one scripture, and it's Micah 6, 8, and it says this, God has told you, humanity, what is good and what Adonai is seeking from you, only to practice justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So let's look at the scripture carefully and understand what God wants from us. There are three words here that we should focus on, which will help us in all our reactions. Number one, justice. Number two, mercy. Number three, humility. Let's look at justice first. Justice in the broadest sense is a principle that people receive that what they deserve, right? And that's based on an interpretation of from numerous things like moral correctness or ethics or rationality or law or religion or biblical values or equity or fairness. Now, for us, justice is accomplished by God. We are to be just based on what we understand from God's word. So Proverbs 21.15 says, Doing justice brings joy to the righteous and terror to those who do evil. Look, God speaks to the one who believes and says to do justice. So in other words, God is speaking to me and saying, do justice. And God is speaking to you. I can't judge whether you're, well, I can try, but I basically can't judge whether you're doing justice or not. I have some opinions, right? Genesis 18, 9, for I have made myself known to him so that he will command his sons and his household after him to keep the way of Adonai by doing righteousness and justice so that Adonai may bring upon Abraham what he has spoken about him. So in context, this is, uh, you know, talking just as the two angels and the Lord were with Abraham, and Abraham uh, is, Adonai is saying, the Lord is saying, that not only, Abraham, are you to do justice and, and righteousness, but you are to teach that to your family, which makes perfect sense. But guess who takes care of Sodom and Gomorrah? It's not Abraham. (laughs) And I think we have to remember that, that justice is leashed in the big sense of the word by God. We just, there's only so much we can do. Okay, let's look at mercy. Let's define mercy in relationship to grace because they're so often mixed up. Grace is when you are courteous, uh, you have goodwill. It's not been asked for, but you freely give, um, you know, you freely give what, what something that is courteous and, and, and you bless people. That's, that's grace. But mercy is the compassion and kindness shown to someone who it's in one's power to punish or harm. It's an act meant to relieve somebody of suffering. Mercy is when someone deserves punishment yet gets forgiveness, right? So when Scripture says we are to love mercy, 
We're to love forgiving people even though they don't deserve it. We are to love being compassionate and helping people not to suffer. This is what it means. Loving mercy takes away our thoughts or deeds concerning revenge. Loving mercy does not take into account that we were treated unfairly. Mercy is unmerited. Just the way God gave us unmerited favor, we give it to others. The one who receives it doesn't deserve it. We are to love mercy and behave in a way that reflects mercy in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Okay, we got it? And now humility. Oh, my. This, is, uh, this word drives me crazy. In Wikipedia, of all places... The dictionary definitions accentuate humility as a low self-regard and sense of unworthiness. Oh my goodness, do I disagree with that definition, especially the low self-regard. Look, But even the unworthiness. No, we are worthy and we have great self-regard. And because of that strength that we have of knowing who we are, humility is something that we go after and seek and are able to give because we have the strength to do it. Poor emotion, people who have poor emotions cannot be humble. Because humble is an attribute of God. Humble is a strength that allows you to behave caring for others first. Yeshua was humble because he could afford to, because he knew who he was. And and so he died physically. That's pretty, That's and, and he allowed it. I would say that's humble, right? Biblical humility is dying to self, but you have to have a self to die from. <laughs> if you don't think much of yourself, dying to self isn't going to do much good, right? Oh, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Galatians 2.20, it, it, it is no longer I who live, but Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by trusting in Ben Elohim, the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself up for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes from Torah, then Messiah died for no reason. Okay, you get the sense that this is about dying daily. In 1 Corinthians 15, 31, it says, I die every day. <laughs> uh, which, as surely as the boast in you, brothers and sisters, which I have, my boast is in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. Galatians five twenty four. now those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we do that, we are humble. And certainly, let's hear from Yeshua himself, Luke nine twenty three. if anyone wants to follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross every day and follow me. This is true humility. Humility requires great strength of emotion and spirit and and because we're depending on God and not ourselves there is an irony here that we need strength to do that strength and faith right 
Our responses to all things that happen to us must include justice, mercy, and humility. So, as an example, uh, as I wrote letters about being against gambling, that was my opinion. I wrote them to my legislators and to the governor. I sought to include justice, mercy, and humility. That's where we must begin. So to summarize Micah 6.8, I will use Colossians 3.12 and 13. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself in tender compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. If anyone has a grievance against another, just as the Lord pardoned you, so also you must pardon others. In order to fulfill Micah 6.8, we must put God first in our life. We must trust him with all our heart, soul, and mind. Yeah. So what does it mean to put God first? Let's explore that a little because we've got to dig down a little deeper here. Number one, we should spend time with God. Number two, we should listen for his voice. Number three, we should test what we've heard and make sure it's scriptural and that it confirms we we get confirmation from maybe a friend we trust who is spiritual. Number four, we do what God desires. What does God want to have happen out of a tragedy? What is God's direction? What is his desire? Number five, we be a godly example. If you're going to do something representing God, make sure that your motives, your your thoughts, your actions, and your speech represent the God you serve. You know, I think about Peter often in Scripture. When Peter stepped out of the boat, you know, he still did not have God first in his life. He was not ready to serve the Lord completely yet. He went through a number of experiences. Certainly, he got out of the boat, which was more than the other disciples did, and he was seeking to walk on water. And then Yeshua's, um, you know, Yeshua's um, strength, and and Yeshua had to keep him from drowning um, because Peter lost faith quickly. And I think God was just not first yet. However, Peter was not also able to put Yeshua above his fears. So he failed to acknowledge Yeshua three times, right? We know that right before the uh, res- uh, resurrection, and uh, the crucifixion. And um, so, but after the resurrection, he waited in that upper room with those 120 in prayer. And finally, as a result of, we see in Acts 2 or the uh, Shavuot or Pentecost, the Feast of Weeks, you know, I believe that God's Spirit fell on him. And I know it doesn't say this in Scripture, but I believe that Peter now was going to make Yeshua number one in his life. And I now, 
you know, he, he said, I'm now strong enough to humbly, mercifully, and with integrity and just, I am willing to put you first, Lord. And so based on Peter's confidence in Yeshua, he was ready to deliver a message in Acts 2 that resulted in 3,000 Jewish people coming to know Yeshua. This was a result of God being first in Peter's life. You know, another example of putting God first in your life is certainly Daniel. Before Daniel spoke his tremendous prophecy of when Yeshua would come, his life was filled with examples of godliness and a strong relationship with God. Yet, before receiving that prophecy, Daniel repented for himself and for all the people of Israel. I believe this is what God told him to do, and it got him ready for one of the most amazing prophecies in Scripture. So let's look look at see what Daniel said, and this is again about humility. Daniel was obedient and said in, in, in chapter 9, verse 3, So I set my face to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. I prayed to Adonai, my God, and confessed, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and mercy with those who love him and keep his mitzvot, we have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have acted wickedly. We have rebelled. We have turned away from your mitzvot and from your rulings. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our leaders, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. You, Lord, are righteousness. But shame covers our face to this day, the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and all Israel, near and far, in all the countries where you have banished them, because they behaved unfaithfully toward you. See, this is the heart of Daniel, and it is God first. This is humility as Daniel realized that it was only through God that he and Israel would receive blessings and victory. And maybe before we make decisions, we too should repent for ourselves and those in our sphere of influence and then ask God to direct our ways because we are putting him first by trusting him and acknowledging him. Well, I have a lot more to say about this, but I don't think quite yet. Maybe after next week, you'll be ready to respond to persecution. You'll be ready to respond to anti-Semitism. You'll be ready to respond to people who disagree with you. And you'll be ready to respond to people who are rude to you. But right now, there's so much more to talk about so that you will be prepared. So please be with us next week as I prepare you to respond. And there are a number of other aspects of response. I pray that this program's been a blessing to you. And I ask that you would consider a monthly pledge or a one-time pledge. 
Um, call Karen, 813-831-5673 at our office or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. I really do appreciate your prayerful and financial support. Also, we're on Facebook Live uh, Friday, Saturday, Tuesday evening for a prayer meeting we broadcast. Please join us. Come visit us with your pre-believing Jewish friends. Join me in prayer as we close. Father, you have told us what is good and what Adonai you are seeking And it's to practice justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Father, I pray that we would do that today, this week, and every day. And I pray that the Lord would be our first priority and that we would grow in our desire to have a heart like yours, Lord, a heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel